I'm Rayal. I'm Zainab. I'm Samira. And today we're going to be talking about our experience as first-generation Americans. All of us, I feel like we all had a similar-ish growing up experience, but like all of our parents are from different countries. I mean, me and Rayal, we're like pretty much culturally the same, but like... Mm -hmm. Yeah, our parents are from Jamaica. Yeah, and my parents are... My dad's from the Bahamas and my mom's from Grenada. Lana, where are you from? My parents are both from India. My mom's from South India. My dad's from North India. They moved to America, like, right after they got married. So I was born, like, two years after they were living in America. So, I mean, now they've been here for a while. So, you know, everyone's just into the culture and stuff. But, you know, I feel like we were here a little bit later than you, Samara, and then Brielle's parents were. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I really lucked out, you know? I was supposed to be born here. But my parents were like, you know what? It would make more sense if we all just come together all at once. So I, we came here to Bethesda. Was it Bethesda or Gageburn, Maryland? Um, when I was like eight months. No, yeah. I think out of all of us, my parents have been here like for the longest. I'm technically my mom was born here, but whatever. But yeah, my dad, they've been here basically since college. And they were in college all along. I mean, my parents are older than all of yours, I think. They're like in the mid-50s. Yeah, my, I mean, my, so my dad had came to America before he moved here permanently because he would come here for work and stuff. And actually he had been hoping to get like a permanent assignment in America because like, that was his end goal. He wanted to come here um, after he got married. So he ended up getting that and then Basically, my parents were like, all right, like, you got the assignment. Let's just get married now, you know, instead of us waiting. Because both of them can come. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so they can both come and just live here together. And, like, when they were here, first few years, they were, like, traveling a lot because for my dad's work. So they've been to, like, a whole lot of states, like, a whole lot more than I've been to, even. Um, and then once I was born, I was going to slow down a bit. I stopped doing venturing. <laughs> but... Yeah. No, yeah, that's cool. My dad, he didn't even actually mean to, like, come here. Like, he was just going for school and then for medical school, and then he was planning on, on going back, and then he met my mom, and they got married and decided to stay. Both of my parents, they got um, married in Jamaica, and then they just came straight to New York, and they did, got their college degree there, and then lived their life, and then... I was born, so <laughs> <laughs> a little Ray, little Rayal. Yeah, I was born. So, how do you think, like, one your life is different from like your parents' life growing up? Oh, so many ways. Literally, the way that we were raised is different. It's, like, every it's exponentially different. Right. It's the it, way that they remind you every place yes. how yeah, privileged you are. For example, if we're getting like punished or whatever, or the way that they're talking to us and stuff like that, it's like, oh, when when I was younger, if I were to say anything, you would just said, I just stopped. Da, 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 da. I'm like, uh -huh. okay, we lived in two different eras. My dad's, my dad's. <laughs> Right. their own lives and they try and compare it and they're like okay yeah i get it like your life is hard mm -hmm. but like, like my dad always like tells us like sorry the nuns at his school would like beat them with sticks if oh they misbehave <laughs> no. and i was like 
No, my dad would be like, yeah, my, our teachers would like wrap our knuckles with rulers. No! Uh, <laughs> why were they allowed to hit kids? Like, I what don't the heck? Know. Right. I really have no idea. It's just like a, like a thing with like, um... But like, I mean, even it's even like small things. Like when I was in elementary school, like, I mean, both my parents went to private schools because like in India, that's like the norm. You go to a private school. Mm-hmm. Um... So like they had to wear uniform and they had to have their hair like braided or they had to and they had to have their shoes polished and all that kind of stuff and like it was even like in elementary school like my mom would like make sure my hair was always super neat like when, when I went to school and like I was wearing like clean clothes which is good but she put a lot more restrictions I guess and like I'm like hey mom can I get my nails can I paint my nails and stuff. And it wasn't until I was like in like fourth or fifth grade that she was finally like, oh yeah, never mind. I guess it's cool with guys. Because she'd be like, you guys are allowed to paint your nails to go to school? You know? My mom like, didn't let me paint my nails and stuff. Not until I was like, what? In middle school. And middle school. Right. I was allowed to paint my nails until like middle school. I feel like because they didn't do all of that. No. Funny thing, my mom used to tell me like when I would get beat and I would be crying. And she would just constantly, she's like, I'm not going to say sorry. Because when I would get beat as a kid, my dad didn't say sorry. He just had to take it like that, like a G. It shows love. <laughs> Girl, I always get help. Like, I'm really upset right now. <laughs> I think the best part of my experience was that I was the fourth kid. So by the time they got to me, they, like, kind of relaxed a little bit, you know? Mm. So, I was so the, the firstborn. Well, all, all of the rest of us, all of us except for Samara, the oldest child. Yes, yeah, so we got I the worst. Compared to my oldest sister, completely different. Completely different. Some of the things that, like, we experience now, especially as being the oldest sibling, like, if I got we caught doing any of the stuff my sister was doing, whether it was talking back or... If it's slamming the, slamming the door, if you're frustrated, anything like that, slap on the wrist. Me, <laughs> you're grounded for life. <laughs> no, okay, for me, it's like, for me, there's there's that aspect to it, but, I mean, it's more that, like, I'm, like, the guinea pig for everything, right? Like, Thank I'm the first you. kid that's going to college in America. I'm the first kid that's finished high school in America. Like, it's all that kind of stuff, and then there's, like, pressure on me to like be really good at everything kind of and then there's also like the whole thing of like oh if you act a certain way like you're now a bad role model for your brother mm-hmm. or like if he does this it's because you did this and you got away with it and it's like right. I'm, sorry. <laughs> I'm literally the guinea pig for my brother like my brother would never understand where i went to like what i had to go through like he just everything for him just gets like literally perfect like laid out because they've tested on me. Right. And what works out. Yep. Like, we walk so our younger I siblings can so fly. These kids will never understand the stuff that we have to right. do that they will never even have to fight right. for. And my brother will literally sit there and open his mouth and try to act like me and his experience is the same. Right. I, you need to sit the fuck down. You know, but you know what's funny? Hold on. Just what I have to do for you to get here. Just play devil's advocate real quickly. <laughs> what we're doing right now, as that our that our little our little siblings will never understand, is what our parents do. <laughs> wait. <laughs> well, wait. Literally, we will never understand. I've happily raised my brother. 
and I tell him, he'll be like, why do I gotta like respect you? Like, why? I'm just like, you know what, Mister? Excuse you, I I did all this so you Mister. can get. It. So I'm just like, if you want to, if you want to treat some, if you want to be like treated the way I get treated, find another sibling, go and tell mommy and daddy to make some more kids so that you can bully somebody else. Oh my god! I'm to bully you. Do you guys ever feel like pressure? Like you have to like. I have, like like do you feel like you like compare yourselves to your parents yeah. when they were your age, yeah. and then like how do your parents like do with it? like I remember like one time like I was like really struggling in school with something I was like complaining about it, and my dad said to me he's like you're not even like half the student I was at your age, oh my and like that, that hurt my soul. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know like. I don't know. It's, I just think it's already hard enough, like comparing yourself to other people, and then like comparing yourself to your parents because they it's worked so hard. Thing. Mm-hmm. They worked so hard to get to where they are, and then you just feel like, like I just feel like I have to be successful yeah. in life to like mm-hmm. make it worth it. You know? No, yeah. Because like, okay, for me, similar thing. Like maybe it wasn't said outright, but instead of that, it'll be like. All right, when I was your age, I was going to college, but I was also working a full-time job, and I was taking care of my mother when she wasn't well, and, like, all I have to do is school. I mean, what isn't already covered by money that I've been given is, like, my parents are paying for it. Like, I don't right. have to pay bills. I don't have to do any mm-hmm. of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. really, school is my only priority. It's the only thing I have to really worry about, but I still have a hard time with it. And I'm not saying that that's not allowed, but sometimes it feels like I shouldn't be complaining mm-hmm. when there's so much worse that I could have been. Thank you. There's just one thing about immigrants, like I, immigrant families, so I can never compare it to like like my American friends because they're like, oh yeah, I'm paying for college. Oh yeah, I had to buy my own stuff. Like with my family, I'm pretty sure like my dad will literally pay for my whole college. He's paying for my whole college anyways. Yeah. Buying me my first car, like. He basically does everything for me. And it's just like an immigrant thing. Like, they don't do the whole letting your kid, like, fend for themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. Yeah. Kind of I can... Yeah, I definitely agree with that because... Even, like, the other day, I was discussing with my parents, like, if I were to get a job, you know, that's COVID safe, you know, I can just get my own money. Like, because they're always complaining about how I'm always asking you for stuff and, like, you know, go, go get your own money. I'm taking that initiative to get a job. And they're like, um, no. I what what do you need? What what do you need? Is it clothes? I can buy it for you. Like yes, it like yes. food, roof of your head. So I have it already. So stingy with money. Right. The minute you want to go out and get a job, <laughs> do you want to feed you? Do you want to feed you? Appreciation for that, 
And like as much as they say like, oh, like it's out of love, you know, we kind of got we kind of got to give that back in some way. Oh, they want us to be independent, but don't give us the room to be independent. <laughs> that, that was like But then again, like, what's annoying sometimes and kind of, like, low-key frustrating in arguments, like, they always feel a need to bring it up that, you know, well, right. oh, I put in a roof over your head and I put food <laughs> on the plate and clothes on your back and da-da-da. I'm like... They take it away. Like, when they... Right. Because they will... That's the difference between, I think, immigrant parents and American parents. Immigrant parents will take it away. Mm-hmm. My sister sassed my parents once. They took away her door because she said she needed privacy. They took away her door. One time... My mom tried to take my phone. I told her I paid for it. She took me off the the, the data plan. I couldn't call. I couldn't text. I couldn't. I didn't. And for like, and it was for like three months. She was serious. Like what? My, they will take it away. They will wow. give and they will take. It. Oh wow. Yeah. That just makes oh, me God. think. Like, in the future, like, how would I raise my children? I know. No. I think about that like, all the time. Cause because I didn't. You know, I didn't have the same experience that they had right. growing up exactly. to order to be that strict. So how am exactly. I gonna be with my children? Like, I on the same level. Like, I can't. I can't see myself being extremely lenient and just letting them do whatever exactly. they want. Exactly. Because that's still like, uh, like I want to care. I think I, mean? I want like a nice balance. Right. Not mm-hmm. But that's so hard. How to I was raised, and I think honestly, like I came out pretty good, and my siblings came out pretty good. Despite all the trauma. Exactly. So, if I could be my parents, but then take my kids to therapy and, like, not verbally attack them. Yeah. Just this. And, you know, if you you think I would beat my kids. I would beat my kids. I don't know. I would honestly never beat as a kid. And I don't think I would beat my kids. Huh? Yeah. You were never beat? I was not, not. Girl. Get off the podcast. Okay, when I was really, really young, like maybe we'd get spanked or like like a slap or something like that. But past middle school, I was never touched. No. Okay, see, you guys are talking about like how you got like things like taken away and stuff. I got beat like a lot. Mainly because my parents knew it was the one way to get to me because I have like zero pain tolerance. Like my brother, there was like to a point like where they were trying to beat him, he would just look at them like that's just not phasing me. Like, what are you doing? But me, I could be at this age and they could still, like, beat me and I would still be, like, all the floor crying. So, because they just know that's what's going to do me more than, like, 
taking stuff away. Nah, that's that's the point where I tapped into my inner actress. <laughs> I acted like it was painful. No, me too, me too, and that's why they stopped. That's why I think they realized, like, if anyone's losing in that situation, it's them. Because all I'm going to do is like, literally. <laughs> no, and if, and if, if you had, yeah, when I was younger, if I had a feeling like I was going to get um, spanked or anything like that, I'd put on, like, layers of pants. The leggings, the sweatpants. I don't care. Like, like, oh my gosh. No, I can see right out walking around with a little diaper booty. When I was younger, let me tell you. Okay, when I was younger ish, my dad was kind of lazy. So what I would do was run around the house screaming, and his dad would be chasing me, and I would be running, and I'd be running to the point he was just like, are you sorry? I'd be like, yes. No, exactly. She's a runner. She's a track star. <laughs> I would run and lock my door on my dad. And he would just be like, um, my mom would beat me harder if I tried to escape. <laughs> See, in my house, it was very rarely was there like any sort of physical anything. It was just, it was a lot of passive aggressiveness, mm-hmm. a lot of talking. They would like say things that would make us feel really like guilty or whatever about what we did and i mean like when i was really young yeah there was like we would get spanked or whatever but i feel like they realized that that wasn't really getting to us in any way and it wouldn't change anything because we would just be like all right whatever or we would make them feel bad <laughs> so what i really hated about being beat is when you're crying and they tell you stop crying i'm like what did y'all expect? I'm in pain. Thank you. Like, what? <laughs> I'm in How are you going to tell you to stop crying? No, no. It's either, it's either stop crying, and then you don't cry, and it's like, oh, so you think you're tough. No. <laughs> no, that's, like, I wouldn't get beat, but it was, if my mom was, like, yelling at me, if I would cry, she'd be like, let me give you something to cry about. That's the but one. if I didn't cry, but then if I didn't cry, it would be, it's like talking to a brick wall. Like, you have no reaction. Nothing I'm saying. You're, even, you're not listening. Like, what do you want me to do? Nah, <laughs> but as we got older... No, but especially now that I'm older, like, I don't know. I just look back at it and laugh sometimes because... (laughs) No. My arguments with my parents is so different now than when I was younger. You know what's so embarrassing? When your foreign cousins are like, oh my god, you're so American. Oh Oh my god. That first part is... I'm like... It's not because I wanted to be... If I could be cooled in the Bahamas with y'all, believe me, I'd be there. <laughs> believe me, I'd be there. Nah, see, I don't have cousins like that, but it would be my grandparents. Like, they talk to us in, like, a different language, and me and my brother don't know anything. Like, they talk to us, and we'd be like... <laughs> like, we're just smiling, nod. They stop trying, like, after a while. But, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. There's very much a cultural divide. When talking to, like, I guess, American friends, do you think that, like, obviously our experiences are different, but their reactions to our experiences and how we were raised? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's some things you can't talk to them about because they're going to not really understand it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's some things, like, we can talk about and, like, we understand that it's just because of, like, our parents' background is a different different experience but mm-hmm. if we tell that to like people that are more american they're more they're just like, always like, like, right. like how did you do that like, that's like that's normal for you like mm-hmm. why are you not blah 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 and it's like well 
Yeah, because like honestly, honestly, like I don't have fun with my American friends. I don't bother like you know trying to relate experience because they just won't get it. So they won't. Also, I feel like we have a lot more cultural depth. I guess. Yeah, I love having yes culture. And like there, there's so much more complexity to our lives and our experiences because we have our experiences. Plus everything that our parents have had because mm-hmm. it's so different. Right. There's so much more to us. Mm-hmm. But think about it, like all no, like sometimes when I really like think, really all my close friends are kids of immigrants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Because it's exactly. hard. It's hard to relate to someone who doesn't have those experiences. Mm-hmm. That's so true. Like even as something as small as like punishments, like me, yeah. I'd be gone for a month. <laughs> <laughs> Can't talk to my friends. Don't, I don't school, come home. I've school, come home. Grounded in my life, it was just like you're in trouble, and if you even dare ask to go somewhere, <laughs> it's bad. Uh-huh. You, you, it's not, it's not, not openly, no. it's not openly saying you're grounded. It's more it's, if you, you think you, be, you can actually go out of the house after doing what you did, you're done. You're, you're <laughs> in more trouble now. And there'd be those times where, like, you're punished or whatever, and they they don't tell you how long you're punished for. So right. you're so scared to ask, so, um, can I get my phone back? I feel like, I feel like our emotional intelligence is so much higher. Yes. Because we have to read our parents. Bruh, the way. We have to figure the out what the right time is my mom mm-hmm. would come home and be like, okay, my friends would be like, oh, Samara, can you do this? I'm like, I can't ask my mom right now. I gotta wait. Right. I gotta wait until like my parents are like giddy or laughing in order to ask yes. them. <laughs> you know, break the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> Only for it to go down at that one moment. No, I'd be, I'd be having to build up courage to ask my friends to go out over a week span. You guys, I literally, I'll go into their room like three times. Once just to go in. Again, just to make a random conversation about nothing. Uh-huh. And then the third time, I'll actually... <laughs> <laughs> no, because if you go and if you ask on the first try, it's, you only ever talk to this person you want something. No. Not the I trial know, and error. It's come to the point right now where like my dad's like, "What do you want, Rayal?" I know, I know that you're only here because you want something. What is it? Just, just skip the small talk. Was just. At what point did you guys like? Stop acting and just like grew up and started like telling. Point where I, there, I know what you mean, Anita, and I'll tell I you exactly. I just like I want to go out today. I can tell you. I can tell you the oh, okay. exact time that happened. That happened in like May of last year. Actually, no, like June of last year. I'm gonna tell you. It was after I broke up with that ugly boyfriend, ex-boyfriend of mine. My parents let me do anything I wanted after that. They didn't ask any questions, and I had my car by then. I was going everywhere and anywhere I wanted. But then the pandemic happened. Mm. And they were able to re-raid me and re-control my life. That was the worst thing. No, mine was when I started dating that ugly ex
doing exactly what you told me to do and like if the pandemic wasn't there i'd be driving i'd be in college right now like mm-hmm. can you give me a little space and they let up a little bit but now they're back yeah. it's just funny how like when like like pre-covid even high school like if i like at my friend's house one weekend i know not to ask for anything until like the next month or to not ask to go to another party like the next weekend or anything like that but now my parents are begging me to come out of my room they're begging me to like oh do you want to go for a drive or stuff like that you know and like it's because they it's amazing how they just flip the switch, you know? Yeah. No, like, it was like when I started gaining more friends that they finally decided to let up because they were like, they don't want me to be anti-social. Like, they want me to be out there. So they're just like, yeah, you know? Mm-hmm. That's what, that's the point where I started more telling that actually. But then my parents do know one way they kind of reeled me in. So, like, the fact that, like, because you know how almost, like, every American place is, like, driving, like, 14-ish? I would tell my parents, like, can I start driving? And they were like, no, no need to rush, no need to rush life. And I see why they did it, because now they can control me. Like, they can control my movements. Like, when I go out, I have to be dropped off. And they can tell me when I need to be back. They can tell me exactly when they want to pick me up. Like, I see why. And, like, I don't have a car right now. And my dad was really like, I know. Because now you can't go nowhere. It's just different. We have a whole lot more experiences, you know? And sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not so good. I guess looking back at um, our childhood experiences, I'm kind of glad that I was born into this culture. Me too. Yeah. No, like, I- all in all, like, I feel like my life would have been boring if I wasn't. Same. Literally. It adds a nice level of spice. Mm-hmm. Like, that's great. And honestly, being Korean, that's a flex. That like, It is a flex. It is. What? <laughs> Being Nigerian is a flex. Like, everywhere I go, I meet Nigerians, I make friends. It's just, like, it's a thing. We're all, and we're almost all, like, related. Like, there's, I really can't give up being Nigerian. Anyways, thanks for y'all listening to my experiences as first-generation children. First-generation Americans. I had so much fun talking about this. Mm-hmm. I hope you guys are listening. Oh, yeah, and drop your eye thoughts and comments about it. Yeah, yeah follow us, us on let Instagram. Let us know what else you want to hear from us because we love to talk. We can run our mouths about everything. <laughs> so, Mary had a little lamb. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, we'll see you next time on FaceTime Forum. Bye. Bye.